Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Hey everybody, it's time for Mondays with Matt once again here on the podcast. Mark Killian alongside Matthew Starkey, investment advisor, representative and president, owner at Great Lakes Retirement Solutions, serving you from uh, his office in Saginaw. You can find Matt and the team online at GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. That's GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. And don't forget to check out the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast that you're currently listening to. You can listen to us uh, on iTunes, Google Play, iHeart. Heart, Stitcher, so on and so forth. And of course, as always, if you have immediate questions and you need some help or answers, uh, make sure you reach out to Matt and his team at 989-401-2949. That's 989-401-2949. And Matt, welcome in, buddy. How are you? Hey, Mark. I'm great. How are you doing today? I am hanging in there, doing pretty well. And uh, we were chatting before we got this podcast started, and you said you uh, just got through not too long ago taking a 5K run with your son. How'd that go? Yes, it went very well. We uh, we were able to go down last weekend to Michigan Stadium, and, and you all know that I'm a U of M fan. So we had a great race. We ended on the 50-yard line of the football field. So nice. that's the first time I've personally been on the field, and my son as well. And, uh, you know, he was, he was a little hesitant uh, the day before whether he wanted to go down or not. And, um, i tell you, once we got down there, the excitement, there was about 7,000 people running and it was a sold out event and got to go through Ann Arbor, Michigan and beautiful town, you know, a little bit through the campus there and, uh, ended on the football field and we got to jump and <laughs> tap the uh, MGO blue banner. So it was, nice. it was a lot of excitement. And I even took a roll into the end zone um, <laughs> coming, coming around the corner. I, I had to, I had to roll in the end zone just to, just to say that I've done it. Just so, to say that you, you should, you should have let him tackle you. You could have let him tackle you. You've been like, you're tackled dad on the 50 yard line or whatever, or in the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> that that would have been great. Too, he might've so. enjoyed that, but that's awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. As, as always so, on, on Mondays with Matt here, we've got some good content to cover on the podcast podcast and uh, I'm glad that you guys had a good weekend and, and a lot of fun but we've got a question for you this week if you want to tackle this for Isabel and she's over in Owasa and she's got a pretty good question for you Matt she says do I need a financial advisor if I have a pension doesn't that kind of take care of retirement on its own I've worked for the same company for about 30 years and the pension seems sizable and maybe more than I need especially when you add Social Security on top of that good question but kind of interesting well Absolutely. It's interesting. And um, I would say absolutely you need a financial advisor if you have a pension. <laughs> Just because you have uh, one of the legs of the stool in retirement doesn't necessarily mean you've got it all figured out. Right. Um, we talk about that three-legged stool for retirement. And if you have a pension, that's one of the legs. The other leg being Social Security, which you mentioned. And the third leg of that stool tends to be the person's investments and uh, how much income we'll need to take from those. So the pension is one piece of it, but the question always comes down to what's the safety of that pension? In recent years, we all know that companies have gone bankrupt, their pensions go back to the PBGC, which is the Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation. It's the uh, government's way of, it's kind of like this bailout. And um, okay. so your pension may not be sustainable for the entire retirement. So we gotta, we gotta kind of watch for that, watch for benefits being reduced. If you work for the same company and that pension is sizable, that's a good thing because that gives us 
the steadiness of our income, which we really, really like. And then, you know, sometimes the pension has different options on it. So this is a good point to bring up with your financial advisor. Will my pension be reduced by Social Security when Social Security kicks in? Or Mm -hmm. does Social Security get added on top of the pension? Then we have other factors like, is my Social Security benefit going to be taxable because I have all this steady income through retirement? And if you're single or if you're married filing jointly, your Social Security benefits can either be 50% of the benefit gets taxed or 85% of the benefit gets taxed. So there's still a lot of questions surrounding a pension. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so if you have an income, let's say, of $25,000 a year with a pension, and you know, that lasts for... 20 years or so there's that's like having a half a million dollars in the bank so you have security of income but there's a lot of additional questions i guess is what i'm trying to get to that a financial advisor can help you answer whether that's how the pension integrates do i need to take a survivor's benefit how does it affect my taxes on my social security and then what investments would need to be added to that to supplement to make sure that you're living on enough money or that you have enough money to live. Yeah. No, I think that's a good point. And I can see where Isabel's coming from, Matt, that, you know, maybe her parents had, you know, a pension and then Social Security and that's all they needed. But, you know, even with that same scenario, it's just a different world today in 2019 than it may have been when, you know, for her parents going through that situation. And so while it may cover, you know, yeah, absolutely. While it may cover some of her income needs, there's just a lot more pieces to the puzzle nowadays than there was, let's say, 30 or 40 or 50 years ago. So great question, Isabel. Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. And and to her credit, I mean, and what you're saying is there are a lot of variables. And yeah. um, so there's a lot of things that are potentially unknown and things are treated differently now than they were 25 years ago. Yep. So naturally, it would make sense to to review that before you go ahead and retire. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's our email question this week on Mondays with Matt. So thanks for submitting that in. And of course, again, you can go to greatlakesretirementsolutions.com if you'd like to. greatlakesretirementsolutions.com. And our topic today or for this uh, podcast is going to be, when is it safe to retire? You know, we get a lot of questions from listeners who want to know how they can determine when it will be quote unquote safe for them to retire. So let's just look at a couple of key factors. I'll give you a couple of the most common questions we see and then we'll let you take it from there, Matt. So do you find that most people are aiming for a certain retirement age or is it a certain retirement dollar that they tend to focus on? Well, that's a great question. Um, I think it depends on the specifics of the situation. The average person tends to use Social Security as a big piece of their retirement puzzle. So when they ask about retiring at a certain age, a lot of times people do think about hey, when is Social Security available? Because that's what I'm planning on using. We all know that the government's been, you know, good at um, robbing Peter to pay Paul or or borrowing out of the Social Security fund and the Medicare fund. And so there's that variable also in the mix. But a lot of times I find that if you're meeting the requirement where you did a good plan early on and you, you saved and invested and you set a dollar amount, we like to throw out, or maybe you've heard the 4% rule when it comes to retirement. You just put aside a nest egg and you live on 4% of that. And if you grow your nest egg at 6%, then you'll you kind of always be in that positive mode. So if I have a million dollars investable assets to retire on, I could comfortably take off $40,000 a year or 4% and live on that money. 
there's a lot of variables, as you know, and we just talked about pension as well. But sure. I find that a lot of people tend to initially focus on an age, maybe 65 years old, because that's when Medicare kicks in. And now they don't have to worry about paying for health insurance costs. A lot of people will stay working, I'm finding, even if they want to retire early, they'll stay working until they qualify for that Medicare for health insurance. And that tends to be one of the biggest concerns for people now is making sure that they're going to have enough coverage for those health issues that are coming down the road that we all know are there. Yeah. Well, and it makes a lot of sense. I think a lot of people probably do gravitate to that 65 because of that medical side. But you also do see those people who say, well, I've got to get to a million dollars before I can retire or, you know, two million or whatever that magic number in their head seems to be. So it's just one of those top questions. So when is it safe for you to retire? I think a lot of times it's going to come down to going through a planning process and just finding out, you know, don't just guess and say, well, it's 65 or it's a certain number. See what that information actually is, because it may, you know, help you along your decision decision-making process. So with that said, Matt, how does your process then help people figure that out so they can, you know, find the right number or the right age or whatever? Our process is really quite simple. It's, it's make a plan and write it down and begin to stick to it. What happens a lot of times is it's kind of funny because people work their entire life figuring, well, someday I'll retire. And it's amazing how many people I talk to that come in like five years before they're ready to retire or even two or three years away. And they have all these plans in their mind already. But then, hey, I should talk to a financial advisor and make sure it's okay for me to retire, make sure I'm going to be safe. And just dealt with somebody this way recently. And, um, you know, she had a good idea about what was there and had a small pension from this job and some additional income from this source but really didn't have a written financial plan at all. And so she was just to the point where it's like, hey, I'm done. I can't continue to do what I'm doing. I need to retire. And am I going to be okay? At that point, you're a little bit fly by the seat of your pants. And what I tell people is if you can set a goal, write that goal down and actually do the calculations. It takes a little bit of time planning, but you have about a 40% chance of of actually better than the person who didn't write down their goal. In other words, they're just estimating it in their mind. So if you write something down and you do a plan with us, let's say you're 10 years out or 15 years out from retirement, we'll figure the numbers for you. We'll take what you have and we'll begin to work with it and plan and grow that money and let you know how much you have to contribute in order to reach your goal. And what I find is that the people that have done the planning tend to be a lot more comfortable with their retirement numbers. Even if it's off a little bit, we can show them how that might affect their standard of living. But when you talk about comfort, it comes from the process of planning. It comes from the process of, hey, I've calculated what what happens if I need long-term care. What happens if we don't reach our total nest egg goal? Will we still be okay? And then what happens if something happens to Social Security? Maybe we call it social insecurity for that factor is, will it be there? Is it going to be enough? How much do I have to have in addition to keep my standard of living? So the comfort definitely comes from planning. 
Well, having that processes in place is really what it kind of all keys down to. So if you're asking yourself, when is it safe for me to retire? Well, it's really going to depend on, you know, all these iterations and then going through a planning process to find that information out. And of course, you can always, you know, talk with Matt and his team. If you uh, want to go to the website, you can check them out at GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. If you're already on the website and that's where you found the podcast, don't forget to subscribe to it. And uh, that way you can kind of get updates. You can check out past episodes. You can get notifications on future episodes and that's through like iTunes and Google Play and iHeart and Stitcher and all that stuff so we certainly uh, appreciate your time as always on the podcast Matt this has been uh, Mondays with Matt again if you want to know when it's safe to retire which was today's topic have a conversation with your financial advisor and if you don't have one reach out to Matt and his team at Great Lakes Retirement Solutions 989-401-2949 that's 989-401-2949 Matt thanks for your time buddy we'll see you next time here on the podcast Thanks, Mark. See you next time. All right. We'll talk to you later. Take care, and we'll see you next time here on Mondays with Matt. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.